Hi, Carmen Central. Do you have any advice for a young girl moving to Hollywood? Okay, live with this. Harvey Weinstein invites you to a private party in the Four Seasons stuff. Welcome to Talk It Out Podcast. This is your girl, Gabby. Joy. And KT. And we're back with another episode. Thank you, everyone, for the love and support. Thank you for listening to our last episode, which was entitled, our Why Black Women Are Jealous of Woke Becky. Um, got a lot of controversy. A lot of people were, you know, upset before they even listened to the podcast. Clickbait. But um, <laughs> we thank you all for your um, for your comments, and if we have time, we might read over them. But I don't know. So remember, if you want to listen to Talk It Out podcast, we are available on SoundCloud at SoundCloud.com/slash Talk It Out. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, TIO Podcast.com/slash Episodes, and uh, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, all that good stuff. If you want to hit us up on social media, we have a Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Talk It Out Podcast. An Instagram at Talk It Out Podcast and a Twitter at Talk It Out underscore Pod. Hit us up there and use the hashtag Talk It Out Pod for the retweet. We love to talk to you guys and uh, we thank you for shouting us up, shouting us out every week. We love you. All right, let's get right into it. Today's today's podcast is going to be. Where's my phone? I don't know what you do with it. Oh, right here. Today's podcast episode is pretty much going to be one central theme because a lot of stories have come out with this theme. We're going to talk about rape culture and we're going to talk about it, you know, the local level to, you know, the big high profile cases like the Harvey Weinstein case and Nellie and people like that. So we'll get right into it. Um, This story was brought to my attention by the Memphis Feminist Collective, who I'm trying to get on the show if they hit me back up in the email. Um, (laughs) So this is pretty much what happened. It says student raped twice in 20 days. Alleged assailants remain of U of M students says a female student was allegedly raped 20 days apart by two people involved with the same fraternity last semester, and now she's traumatized every time she has to face her perpetrators on campus. A male student who was a member of Lambda Chi fraternity at the time has been charged with raping the student. She then said she was followed less than three weeks later by someone else associated with Lambda Chi and was raped at the gather on Southern Apartment Complex. Uh, She said she became intoxicated after drinking two cups of champagne and believed someone at the party drugged her because she was not feeling well. A friend who she had known for a couple years drove her to his house in Arlington where he allegedly sexually assaulted her while she was unconscious. He said, I felt uncomfortable because his family was there. I took off my clothes and left on my shirt and panties and got in the bed. We went to sleep. When he thought I was fully asleep, he called my name. She said she could not fully respond to him because she was dazed from possible drugging. When she woke up, they were both naked in the bed. She does not know what happened. Pretty much what happens is um, uh, he was suspended from the university for only the summer semester, but was allowed to come back August 22nd. August 27th, the beginning of the fall semester. So um, pretty much he's saying now she's traumatized because now whenever, like she can see her rapist walking the campus. And nobody cares. So um, 
this became a big story. Her One of her friends posted about it on Facebook, trying to get people to put pressure on University of Memphis to get this guy out of here. And um, the guy has uh, since been arrested. But what do you guys think about the whole entire story, starting from the beginning, um, the woman and uh, how she was abused, and then uh, the way that the University of Memphis put it in their hands to deal with it. Do you think it was uh, done right? Uh, so I'll start this one off. Um, so for me, I was I read through the article, and uh, U of M obviously had no comment or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's real, um, uh, what do you call it? That's real what? Typical. Typical. Yeah, that's real typical. So uh, that one doesn't surprise me. Um, obviously, the U of M uh, did not comment, and not surprised, disappointed, not surprised. And so, um, also, I read somewhere in the article that uh, the Shelby County, like, she did two rape kits for for both of them. Mm-hmm. And the first one, Shelby County, that one already came back and said, yes, absolutely. And then the second one she did with uh, MPD, like Memphis Police Department. And MPD was like, it could be months or years before the test comes back. Wow. And, and like... I just think, like, how many rape kits kits and stuff like that go completely untested because, like, they're so backed up. In Memphis, And Memphis alone, yeah. Just think about just Memphis alone. It's going to take her months or years to get something tested in a lab. Like, that, that that, that just doesn't make sense to me. Um, And then also it says... That uh, one of the police departments where people were like, we encourage criminal investigation and prosecution when it is appropriate. When is it not appropriate? Because I'm sure that because this something this is something actually happened whenever I was at college. This girl accused this guy in a fraternity uh, of raping her. And then, like, the whole fraternity and the whole school basically called her a slut and all this other crazy, terrible things. And um, my only thing is, is, like, when are we going to start believing women that that they're raped? When are we going to start believing women? I want to say that rape is such a serious issue that we, as I agree with Katie, like, um, on the part where she said that we don't give enough attention to rape victims. It's it's especially if it's someone that we don't want to believe did the rape. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's someone quote unquote believable or quote unquote standard, I don't know what a standard rape rapist is, but you know what I mean. Society's version of oh, I can see that happening. Then it's a oh yes, he did it. Case shut. Yeah. But most of the time, we don't believe women because. Society doesn't want to believe these men or these young men can do this. And right. most of the time it happens with student athletes. They don't want to believe it. But Or um, men in position of power or hell, women in position of power. Rape is not only exclusive to men. But I want to say about this story in specifically. First of all, I want the podcast world to know. Rape is such a serious issue with me personally. It has uh, affected my life in uh, different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so has uh, molestation. But And so I take this take this very seriously, podcast, where I want you to know I do. Um, however, the story to me is inconsistent. 
Okay. That's why I feel that the police were not able to charge it, to charge the young man. Like they charged him and they got him a bail, but I feel like they haven't done anything really about it because her story is inconsistent. If you're raped by a lambda, what did she say? Lambda chai, right? You're mm-hmm. raped by a person here. And it was a person whom you trusted, right? Mm-hmm. That she felt good enough to get in bed in. Like, I don't know about you, but if I'm drunk, I, I've never been drunk. So I really don't know. <laughs> I, well, I have, I have, like, I think I have, I don't know. I think I would know if I have. But anyway, from my, from when I see people who get drunk, they come home and they just land in the bed and they crash. They need help getting, getting, uh, getting their, uh, clothes off. They just crash. Most of the time, they don't have the energy to do that. You get what I'm saying? I I don't feel like she could have. If she was that intoxicated, I don't feel like she, and and drugged. If she really was drugged, I don't feel like she could have gotten her clothes off by herself. Now that may that's just me. But if she got her clothes off, just had her t-shirt and her panties on inside of this guy's apartment whom she knew for two years she felt comfortable and she felt safe enough to get in the same bed with him and if the rape is real I feel very sorry for her I feel sorry that nobody is believing her but I can see if it was just this one time but once you're raped you don't go to the same place where your alleged rapist came from if your alleged raper works at McDonald's, you're not going to go back to that McDonald's no more. So for her to go back to a chapter uh, because it's not them, it was it was just who he was associated with. I mean, that's not, come on now. No rape victim has ever said to the, the place of origin of my rapist because I knew that it, he was just a small part of a bigger picture. I don't know why she did it. And um, I'm not going to comment on why she did it because each rape victim feels differently in regards to uh whenever they're raped there isn't like a certain way that you can feel whenever you're raped or after you're raped i'm sure you're aware of that um so i i just feel like you know even even if it is even if you feel like it is inconsistent then my question is is why are we still not believing her period i think that's where that's what's really bothering me is that we just can't believe that someone got raped by men and we just always have to say that it's the rape victim's fault like you're doing she doesn't why did she go she shouldn't i'm have not saying it's her like fault that, that's kind of like saying her story is inconsistent like that's she, kind of like blaming the victim because she went I'm back there again her. so of course of course she's gonna get I raped am, again when she got raped not, the first time so no i don't I'm think that's true you. i don't i'm I don't just saying i don't think we should we should blame her for going back if she really thought that maybe they were going to apologize and say sorry this happened i apologize this will never happen to you again blah 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 like i just did really don't think that we should be doing Casey? that yeah yeah i did i read the whole article okay so the second time her, the second person, after they came back from the event, her and her friend, her friend went to her boyfriend's house and she stayed with another male whom she knew, right? Then she said she woke up to the second male kissing her. According to the article now, she said, she said in another rape center report, she woke, she woke up to the second male kissing her. 
he asked her, do you want to F-U-C-K? She said no, and she fell back asleep. A rape victim? If she was drugged, if she was drugged. This is the second time. She wasn't drugged the second time. This is after she came back from a Lambda Lambda Chi event that they were going to apologize to her. Her and her friend went to the event. Her and her friend left the event, and she went to a male's house. And her her friend went to her boyfriend's house. Mm-hmm. He, she's saying that her uh, friend's house that she went to after the meet after the um, I'm sorry meeting. That friend raped her. She woke up and he was having sex with her after she had told him uh, no and fell back asleep. Right. Does that does that not if you believed her story, which I did up until that point, a rape victim is not going to is not going to sit in a male's house, even if it's one you trust. And if he says, do you want to F-U-C-K, you say no and fall back asleep. No rape victim is going to fall back asleep. My question, my question is, it are like. Like, are you a rape victim? Do you, do you know what it feels like to be a rape victim? Like, are you, period? Like, if that's too personal, I understand. It is too personal. But, like, it it, it doesn't always work like that. I want you to know, like, it's not always like that. Well, you know it's what? Not, may not all rape like victims that, don't feel exactly the like same. That. Not all rape, rape victims that. feel the same way. And uh, not all rape victims uh associate the same way um some rape victims they feel they feel better whenever they are around other people and so then they put themselves in situations that may not always be safe for them because they just don't understand it your mentality or someone else's mentality regardless of what type of rape victim you are it's not always going to be the same it's not um law and order uh, SVU, where all rep victims cry, and they tell the the false story first, and then the true story second. That's not how it well, is in the real life. Question, and that's not you how asked it works. Me a question, so I'm going to ask you a question. What about you? Are you a rape victim yourself? Yes, I am. Okay, I'm glad you feel comfortable enough to admit that. I don't. But, however, the what whatever may be true, we do handle things in different situations differently. But I would just think to me personally, like I said, I'm not going to argue about this. I don't feel like this. I feel like most of the time I'm on I'm on uh, the right side. And if I want to stay true to myself and I feel like I can say at this story because of her story, it had inconsistencies. You cannot say to me, you can't say that, oh, I was right. I went back to the same place where I was um, with the people he was associated with. And expected them to be nice to me. And when I left, I went to a friend's house who asked to have sex with me. But I trusted him enough to fall back asleep. And when I woke up, he was on top of me, again, raping me. And then I went to fill out another report. So what do you think is the truth? Do you think she willingly had sex and then was just like, I was raped? Because I she, feel like I'm even... I'm not saying that. I don't know what happened. I'm saying she if she had sex, I feel like maybe she was raped the first time. But the second time... And then it says in the in the article, it says that after she was raped the second time that she went to the police department mm-hmm. and uh, because he was taking pictures of her, quote, quote. Uh-huh. And the, she was made aware of these pictures by the Office of Institutional Equity. Mm-hmm. 
and that her and her friend, both her and her friend who were at the Lambda Chi, I'm sorry, meeting have PTSD now and are taking medication. First of all, why is your friend having PTSD when she wasn't even there when you got raped the second time? She was with her boyfriend, if you're sticking with your story. I don't know why her friend's taking no medication. Inconsistencies. That's all I'm saying. Rape is a serious thing. And if we ever want to be taken seriously, we cannot have false talk. False, false, even a small lie will get you in trouble. But I don't think her saying that she went to that boy's house is, is necessarily an inconsistency. Because, you know, people have... Not, that wasn't the assailant, but people have Stockholm Syndrome or some people, they that's their way of coping. They need to be with some, like uh, KT said, some people, they need to be with somebody. So her being with another guy does not mean that it was not rape. And if she said she was asleep, I mean, what can the dude say? Nah, she was up. Like, I still think that that, that doesn't make her story inconsistent. It's like saying, I think well, you were, got- raped, you were raped uh, on yesterday, and then you went to a dude's house the other day, so there's no way you were raped that day because you shouldn't have gone to that man's house. It still sounds like victim blaming to me. Okay, if she trusted this person, why would he ask to have sex with her after she was... Uh, um? She accused somebody of rape not even 20 days ago. Because he's a dude. You don't know trash. men. <laughs> like, obviously, men are trash. That's what happens. They don't care about nothing. Okay, we, can't say, we just can't say that. I don't, the, men, all, first of all, we just can't say that. I'm done. I'm not going to argue with this about that. I just don't. I, I believe half of it. I don't believe the whole story. I'm not okay. blaming the victim. But I am saying that she has to be careful with what she says if she doesn't want her credibility to be shot. Right. Well, we'll, we'll, um, we will ask our audience. We will ask you guys what you think. And most definitely, I know we're going to get a lot of comments from this. We will read your comments and uh, see what y'all have to say. I will, of course, put the link to the article in the description. And uh, y'all can read it and, and tell us what you think. And probably by next week, there will be some more revelations as to what happened. And we can uh, have a further conversation from there. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to comment. I'm just letting y'all know now. I'm not going to comment on nothing y'all say to me. I'm not even going to read it. <laughs> I'm just not. <laughs> There's some things you just don't need to comment for. I got my opinion. I got my belief. That's all I need. Okay. Okay. Next topic is one of the biggest stories in America right now. This Hollywood exec, Harvey Weinstein, who has like so many Oscars and so many Oscar nominations has put so many actors on the map. It's a huge donor to um, uh, politicians, uh, more specifically Democratic politicians, is a huge and powerful man. Last week, it was, um, the story was broken on New York Times that this guy has numerous sexual assaults Cases or has had numerous sexual assault cases hurled towards him, a lot of which he's settled in court. And since then, a lot of um, actors or actresses have come out themselves and said they have been sexually harassed or assaulted by Harvey Weinstein. Now, uh, we will put the link in the description, but some of the stuff that man was doing was just 
outrageous. And a lot of times what happened was this man was so powerful. It was like, you either going to do this for me or you're never going to work in Hollywood ever again. He had that much power. And um, yeah, so pretty much like anything you can think of, like trying to um, have sex with them, trying to have them watch him do things, trying to have them watch him take showers, trying to touch people and stuff like that. So it's really been a a, a huge story. And um, a lot of people have come out, you know, condemning it or whatever. First, I want to hear what y'all have to say about this. Are you surprised that something like this is going on in Hollywood? Secondly, do you think people knew about this? Do you think a lot of the people coming out saying they condemn it knew, like a lot of his friends, like Quinn Tarantino and and Matt Damon? And third of all, what do you think this means for us as um? What do you think this means for the state of Hollywood? Is Hollywood going to be changed? So first of all, what did y'all think about the story when it came out? Were you surprised um, that this was going on? Um, I'll start, I guess. Uh, with most things, I'm disappointed but not surprised. Um, <laughs> but also, I feel like, uh, in regards to your second question, yes, I feel like these people probably, if they didn't know, they probably had suspicions of it and uh, never said anything to anyone. And, um, I think that's kind of pro- proven because I I can't remember what uh, news station it was. I think it was The Guardian. Um, so all these women are coming out, right? So they reached out to men to see if men would comment on what they were saying, uh, men that had worked with Harvey. And uh, these 20-some-odd men said no, that they wouldn't comment. Like, every single one of them said they would not comment. And I think that's just crazy, and I, I think— that I'm not surprised due to uh, rape culture today and, and how rape culture plays such a big part into how our society really, really works. I'm not surprised, especially if there has been like proof of an incident, then money, an incident, then money. He's buying everything off with his money. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, it, makes, it's, it makes sense. But I have not heard about the story until today. Wow. Exactly. I have not heard about this story. So, and when I was researching uh, before, I was like, what is this? So I can't give a well-endowed uh, response because I haven't heard about it since right now. All I can say is that I'm happy for, I'm proud of those who did speak up. And you know me, I'm, I'm not surprised by much. This was, this was just so... I mean, I knew, you always hear stories about it. You always hear stories about sexual assault going on, you, uh, women having to do quote-unquote favors for these guys to get roles, and, and people joke about it. But overall, it's disgusting. But to have something like this, and, and the fact that he was so well-regarded by um, the uh, government establishment, by Democrats, by uh, actors and actresses, and he had so much power that literally he couldn't make or break you. So these women were living in fear that they didn't want to say anything because they knew literally their careers would be over. And I think even they said, I was reading like NBC, somebody wanted to do a story about it not too long ago about the, the allegations. And NBC wouldn't even run the story because they said it didn't fit the format or something like that. So that man had power. And I'm just glad that... He, 
these people are feel more empowered to stand up and I'm glad that this man is getting what he deserves. Like he's losing his company. Yeah. He's um and he's the New York Times wouldn't either. They wouldn't run the story. Right. So he's he's getting I'm glad he's getting what's what's due to him. And I feel like this is how we should treat everybody who who is accused and proven of sexual assault. They they don't need to work again. There shouldn't even be a well. Maybe they're be no like him, Woody Allen, all these other people that are still over here trucking along. They all need to be fired and they need to be gone. And um, this also brings me into uh, Terry Crews, who I'm. It's terrible what this dude had to go through, but I think it's it's also interesting and it's good that that he spoke out because a lot of times. People, when they're trying to blame the women or trying to find a way to get over on the woman and say it's her fault, they say, well, you could have just fought back. And you could have just done this. And you could have just done that. And here's Terry Crews, like this huge buff dude. Even he was susceptible, if that's a word, to sexual <laughs> assault and sexual harassment by Hollywood executives. And it's not about, it's not about strength. It's not about having the physical capabilities of fighting people out. It's about power. And these people know they can prey upon these people because these are these people's livelihood. This is how they live. This is how they make money. And if you have the power of that in your hands, you can pretty much do whatever you want to these people and get away with it. So I think it's I um I think it's great he came out and had the courage to speak out because a lot of men they, you know, they feel I like guess it's, it's it's shameful even more than women to come out and say they've been sexually harassed um by another man. So what do you think about that, KT? Uh I agree. I I'm thankful that uh that he came out and said something. Uh I read his Twitter thread whenever he first posted it. And um I I think like mostly it just made me happy because like a lot of time male victims don't come out and say things and it's important that uh when we're talking about rape culture we're not only just talking about women in general we're talking about men and women as well so it it it's nice that he came out uh, if people are on Instagram I posted something and I said Yvette Carnell is canceled in our um social media stories <laughs> because this is she says something in I've been giving her chances because she says some good stuff, but this just left me like, mm. this is it. She's canceled indefinitely. <laughs> this is what she said. She posted a video of Gwyneth Paltrow, because I guess Gwyneth Paltrow had talked out against Harvey Weinstein. And uh, she posted a video of Gwyneth Paltrow thanking him in uh, the Oscar Awards. And this is what she said. Isn't that Gwyneth Paltrow thanking the man that she only recently accused of misconduct? Listen, Paltrow and Angelina Jolie are multimillionaires. Couldn't they have come forward long ago to protect younger actresses? I don't want to hear from them now after everything's come out. They're not heroes. They're women who played the game and did whatever they had to do to get where they wanted to go. I want to hear from women who said no to Weinstein. I want to hear from women who never went upstairs to his hotel room and saw their opportunities diminish because of that choice. I'm moving on now. Does Flint have lead free water yet? Do black communities have hookworm in Alabama still? Oh my gosh. Anybody want to tackle that before I did? But I just want to say who... 
this is just me, y'all, because I've already said I don't follow the news or anything like that. But who is this Yvette Carnell? Like, I don't understand. Why Why is her opinion relevant? I, who is she? Now, Yvette Carnell, somebody I follow, she actually does really good work when it comes to black economics and black politics, black stuff. But whenever it comes to, like, feminism and sexism, she is way off. And and the men listen to her because she's a woman. But the stuff she's saying is terrible and way off. So she's just like a, a, a black um, commentator. See, no, 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 Gabby, let me tell you. I told you, I remember that first day. You pulled her up on YouTube, and you told me to listen to her. And what did I say that very first day? You let me do that. I don't know. What I told you was, was what she's saying is trash. And I don't (laughs) believe what she's saying. I don't even remember what it was that she was talking about. But I just remember saying, no, that's trash. Because, like... Like from the get go, just listening to her and and saying things like even even like black economics and things like that. Sometimes she has some real twisted views that have me looking at her like, mm, I don't really know what you're talking about, and mm, that's not really true. And mm, mm-hmm. are you sure? Like, like Gabby, I think like you 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 play into and I guess this is a, a read on you, but you play. <laughs> You play into um, uh, those, uh, the onks. Like, you you still kind of get attached to those onks at, at first. And then yeah. and then eventually you're like, mm, wait a second, these people are onks. Like, wait. Because you always do that. You always do she, that. she talks facts when she's talking about black economics. She puts out data, she puts out facts, and she talks about what's real. So I'm like, yes. But then it also always has to be tied into some uh, sexist stuff and uh, black women, y'all need to do this, and uh, only the black men are suffering, pretty much stuff. So I ain't got time for that. Anyways, let's go back to the topic, because we are going off. <laughs> Joy, what did you think about what Yvette Carnell said, that these that Gwyneth Paltrow and Angelina Jolie are not heroes because they're only coming out now? Well, um... I don't really know. It, it, has it ever happened to her? Have has she been? Sure. I would ask her. Has it ever ha- have some? Has somebody in power ever tried to get you to do something sexual or sexually related that you know you shouldn't do, and you knew that this is was going to Im- impact your future? Mm-hmm. You have to take into account those situations. The, women are mothers. They're ch- they're uh, providers. You know, some people sometimes like you just don't know what a person's circumstances are or what they're willing to do to um, get work in the field that they want to work in. Mm-hmm. And so if they came, if he came to those women and said, this is what needs to happen. And I, I basically run Hollywood. So if not, I'm going to blacklist you. I mean, look what blacklist has done. Look what. What it's really done. Monique's blacklist and she didn't work for a good while. Right. Yeah. Yep. So you just have to really think about it. Is, you know, is this one thing worth it? And to some people it is, but I don't think they should have been put in that position anyway. He should not. That's an a, a abuse of power. And uh, I just think it's 
I don't really know who is Javette Carnell again. Right. And guess who was all up in there saying, yeah, girl, the black mind. And I was like, well, this is this is to be expected because I didn't see no black woman in there saying, agreeing with nothing that she said. Now, I already, already kind of told you, like, my, my thing is, I told you so. Like, that's really, <laughs> that's really <laughs> it. Like, I told you so, Gabby. Like, I mean, uh, what else can I say other than, mm, I knew it. Here's the thing. You can be smart and know stuff about one thing, but that doesn't mean you know stuff about other stuff. <laughs> Just like Ben Carson was a great brain surgeon, did revolutionary things. The man is an ignorant buffoon when it comes to politics and anything else like that. So, Eva Carnell, whenever it comes to sexism, you do not know what you're talking about at all. Zero. You have never read a book. You don't know nothing about black feminism. Zero Ooh. at all. So... The fact that she's shaming these women, like maybe if we were living like in a utopian society, maybe you could say, well, you should have said something earlier. But like uh, Joy and Katie are saying, I don't know if she's been in that experience. I've never been in that experience. But I would assume if you're in that experience and you are being sexually harassed and you know your career could be on the line, that silence is sometimes the best option, even though it's selfish in a way. But I mean, they did what they did, and and I'm not going to I'm not going to criminalize them. The only person that should be criminalized is the man who actually did the abusing. They didn't do no abusing; it was on him. So he should be the one we should be focusing on. Now, I do think we need to, if there's stories of people that said no, which there are, I think we do need to talk about them and and appraise them for ha- having the courage to stand up for what they believed in, and even if their career was on the line, great, great, great. But for her to then say, well, this don't even matter no more. Let's talk about the black stuff. Well, this stuff affects us. This stuff affects black people. Terry Crews came out, and I'm sure there's been some other black actresses who are still too afraid to come out and say something because, you know, we have even more to rest than these white folks. So, and for her to say, like, uh, well, you know, let's talk about the black stuff. This, this affects us. This affects black women. This affects black men. This affects everybody and for you to diminish it because you think it's a a woman issue just shows how trash you are and just how you're a pick me so get yourself together Yvette Carnell because you all these black women are just disappointing me ugh first Stacey Patton now Yvette Carnell get get your life together I'm sad TMZ recently reported I know TMZ recently reported that um the rape rape victim that accused Nelly uh, will not be testifying anymore. That she is feeling that um, uh, the justice, the system has uh, blamed her, it's failed her, and that it can't stand up to a celebrity. That she feels like who's going to believe her? That people are already saying horrible things about her, and she can't handle this. Is what her lawyer said. What do you guys think? And go. I'm gonna go first with me. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I think it's sad. I think it's extremely sad. And I believe her. I honestly believe her. Because if you look at the Bill Cosby thing and look at the R. Kelly thing, it's like, ooh, especially when it comes to black women and these black assailants. Like, it's like really, these women really get put on trial in the Usher thing. It's just like, I understand what she's saying. I understand what she's saying because. 
Like, even when it first came out, so people were like, now, 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 now. Even though, usually, you know, people say when a woman has been raped, why did it take so long? Why did it take 10 years? This woman told it, like, right after it happened. But people were saying she lied because she told too quick. Like, it, I, I wish she would have kept going with it. Because if the man had done it, I want him to be gone. But I can totally understand her wanting to keep her sanity and not wanting to be thrown across uh, the world and, and, and being all in the public eye like that. So I think it's extremely sad, but I can't blame her for, for her position. Um, so what do I think about it? Um, extremely sad. I think that um, because now all of a sudden she's saying that uh, she doesn't want to talk about it or be on trial, um, that more people are just not going to believe her. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I think that, um, of course, even even though she doesn't go on the stand, that doesn't mean the trial won't go on uh, because they can still press charges and that can still happen. But yeah. I don't think that it's necessarily going to, uh, to, to, to prove to the jury, so to speak, uh, if she's not up there on the stand. But I would never put somebody through that again, traumatize them if this is something that she didn't actually, you know, want to yeah. talk about. And then also I read in the article, Nellie was basically saying that she was just doing this for fame and money. And like, I just think that's so overplayed. Every single time and a celebrity he gets an apology. I know, but every single time a celebrity gets, um, Every single time a celebrity gets accused, they always want to, like, throw it back to uh, something like that. Uh, Even with Weinstein, he said something along the lines of, I grew up in a different time, and, and, and I grew up in the 60s, so back then it was cool to rape women, I guess. Like, it wasn't, not necessarily word for that, but, like, at the same time, I think that, like, there's always some kind of excuse a rapist has to give out instead of just saying, hey, I did it. Where can we go for here? Now, if you now, why are you trying to? Uh, why do you need a public apology? Why do you need uh, legal action to be taken against her? That's just adding more and more and more fuel to the fire. I don't understand that. Now, if you are guilty and you just want to ease your conscience and you don't want nobody to ever find out, then you might want a public apology or take some legal action. Right. I don't know. It's to just, me, yeah. Like, like I agree with you. Like if it's if it's done, it's done. Like you now trying to do this is gonna really get in pe- people's public eye. Like a lot of folks didn't even know this was a story. So now you trying to go back to trial. It's always and you know if you didn't done it, I would you know I try to keep quiet. It's sad. It really is. And I wanted to end it on this little discussion because I just I just saw this um post and it said um by Shavonda Sizen. And, you know, we talk about rape culture and how a lot of times whenever a woman comes out and says something happens, she's automatically criticized. She's automatically thought of to be a liar. She's automatically um, tried to be discredited. And so it says, um, just about every girl and woman has been sexually harassed, molested, assaulted, or abused. But every time a man is accused of a sexual violence, y'all have a hard time believing it. I wish you all would find the two men who keep violating us then. 
And I think that's pretty much just the gist of rape culture because, like, even myself, I was telling KT, like, pretty much every single woman that I know has suffered some type of sexual abuse or sexual assault. Every single woman. And the fact that people find it so hard to believe that men are doing this stuff, it's just, it's just appalling because I guess it's because a lot of times women are afraid to, to give their stories. But a lot of times women do give their stories and people are still critical or, um, you know, trying to defend the man. I mean, what, what can we do to make it, to make it easier for, for these rape victims to feel comfortable, to even come out, to even let people know? Because even when people do come out and there's facts, they're still being questioned. So what can we do to help, to help make it easier for, for uh, victims? Anybody know? Mm, just believe them. Like that's mostly it. Like just just believe rape victims. Like that that's it. Like just believe them. But, I mean, I don't have anything else besides that. Until you can prove otherwise. I don't know what we can do. To be quite honest, um, I feel like we need to become more tolerant, more uh, uh, aware that this is happening, and then it should not be taken for a game. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Some, sometimes we don't believe serious victims because people have lied about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like women and men and children, we all have to be taught that rape is not something that is funny. It's not a joke, Wendy Williams. Yeah. It's not something that can be... Um, looked at and said, oh, well, I was just mad at my boyfriend, so I wanted to get him back. But, you know, that's not that's not going to fly. This is why we need uh, sex ed in classes to teach our young women and ch- men what rape is. That if you're intoxicated, there is no way a woman can say yes. Even if she means yes, no she's intoxicated. can do that. Either, like for both. Or a man either. Nobody can say yes if they're intoxicated because they're intoxicated. We have to be taught these things and we have to know. That's why I don't understand why health ed is not taught. Um, Be aware that rape is not a joke. And, you know, and be aware that we have to be tolerant to other people's uh, stories, even if we don't believe them. Right. We have to give them the benefit of the doubt. Everybody deserves a chance to be heard. Right. And and I agree about, especially about, because one part of rape culture is, like you said, rape is a joke. Like we talked about uh, Dave Chappelle had all them uh, terrible rape jokes. And all the men in there was laughing. But you think, well, it's just a joke. You know, it was just a joke. But think about it. If people are so willing to, to laugh and chuckle about rape, like how do they view rape in real life? Do they think it's something serious? Or do they think it's, well, you know, it's no big deal? And then you think, well, these people are the people that's going to be in the juries when, when it's a trial against rape. And they might side with the rapists because they don't think it's a big deal. Or these are the people that's going to have daughters or sons who've been raped. And they're not going to take their, their uh, sons or daughters seriously because they think it's not a big deal. So yeah. we, we have to... There's nothing funny about rape. I don't even understand. Like, even who was it? NeNe Leakes? She didn't, she didn't yeah. rape. She joked about somebody getting raped. Like, why is that even... Why would that even come up in your head? I don't know. I don't understand. We need to do better, people. Got to do better. Do better. 
hashtag. That needs to be the new talking out. Talking out hashtag do better. Me gonna make a t-shirt to say do better because everybody just needs to do better. All these people better. out here. But I'm glad, like I said, I'm glad this Harvey Weinstein thing has finally come to light because now even more people, not even from Weinstein, but just people in general are coming out and talking about their stories. Like I was on Instagram and this Instagram, um, I don't know if she's an Instagram model, but she's a model. She is, but I know she's been posting stories. People have been DMing their stories about how they've been in the modeling career, sexually assaulted, sexually harassed, sexually coerced into doing things in order to achieve their career. So she's been posting that all this week and it's just like mind blowing. But finally we're having that conversation that can hopefully try to dispel some myths and try to do away with rape culture. So um, it'll be easier for victims to come out and make it way harder for these abusers to, to thrive. So that's one good thing about it. So, but this was a very good discussion. I mean, it started off, we kind of had a debate, but overall, I think this was very, a good learning experience for us all. And I hope that everyone listening enjoyed the conversation. I know y'all have a lot to add. So make sure you hit us up on our, you can comment on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash talk it out. Also on our Twitter at talk it out underscore pod and our Instagram at talk it out podcast and our Facebook. Facebook.com slash talk it out podcast. And you can tell us what you think. And if you have something you would like to add, if you have been a victim of sexual assault and you think we're kind of getting some stuff wrong, or if you have been accused of being uh, a rapist or something like that, and you think we're getting it wrong, hit us up and we might let you on the show and, and we'll give give you a chance to talk about um what you went through. Um and uh, as far as okay, what about the merch stuff? When 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 we think we're gonna get that? Mm, probably next month. Probably next month. We'll finally have the merch <laughs> out there. So you can buy some. <laughs> oh, two months later. Probably. It's been a long time coming. But KT's doing it all by herself. So everybody give KT some props. I'll pay her. And um, three steps um, and claps. I'll pay her in uh, Krabby Patties. Um, so thank you everyone for listening to this episode thank you for the love and support every single episode we can't do it without you guys um remember if you want to listen to us you can listen on talk it out tiopodcast.com slash episode soundcloud tune in google play itunes all that good stuff to listen to us and we're gonna wrap it up this has been your girl gabby joy And Katie. Joy. <laughs> and Katie. And this has been a talk. It's a